1: It's not too late for Booger McFarland to compare the Giants to the Jersey Shore. Welcome to another episode of Sorry We Love Football, the show that has always questioned the genius of Sean McVay. I am Carson Wentz, apologist and Eagles fan Dan Hartigan. As always, I'm joined by Andy Reid, activist, Chiefs fan Danny Solomon. Gobble them up. Gobble those Raiders up. To my right, Dan Snyder, disciple, and Washington fan Jamel Johnson. Uh, I would have went with NYPD Blue there, actually. <laughs> They don't play in New York. Uh, and lastly, joining us today is co-host of the Sports Gambling Podcast, comedian and Eagles fan, Sean Green. Yo,
0: what's up? Perfect time to come on right after a horrific Eagles loss. <laughs> Got all my Philly rage bottled up. I angrily took down my Carson Wentz fathead. But uh, then I, oh took, I took down the fathead oh, because, no. oh no. And, no! and the reasoning no, no, was, no. I realized I personally was putting too much pressure on Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, devout. Uh, Christian, and one of the one of the principles, one of the Ten Commandments, is "Thou shall not have false gods." And I realized I was I was putting him on godlike status when he wasn't there yet. It was too much pressure. I took down the fathead. I will be wearing his jersey on Sunday, so it's come full circle. You're uh, you're seeing like day four of the grieving process. Appreciate you coming to
2: terms with that. As a Christian comedian, <laughs> it means a lot for you to admit your own fault. In this. Exactly.
3: Now, when does the Nick Foles fat head go up? see. And that's the other, uh, this is the other thing.
0: The most hurtful thing my mom has ever done was two weeks ago. She texted me that Carson Wentz was overrated and that they never should have got rid of Nick Foles. She's had two opinions on football her entire life. (laughs) One is it's tearing this family apart. The other is they shouldn't have got rid of Nick Foles. it's, it's, it's the same thing like the political debate where there's no nuanced middle ground. That's probably the correct answer. Nick Foles was out for eight games. He's crazily injury prone much more than Carson Wentz. So to say Nick Foles was directly the answer. Uh, isn't – I don't think was the right thing to do. Now, has Corson Wentz struggled? <laughs> yes, he's struggled. But to say Nick Foles is directly the answer, that's sure. not it either. No, the middle, there's a third party out there somewhere that can solve this
2: country. I no. also
1: I also live in a, a Nick Foles truther household. So yes. it was three-on-one this Sunday. <laughs> I watched with my family. I got it. it. It sucked, man.
2: It's frustrating. Can I say I've honestly been at the forefront of the Nick Foles. Can, like, I – tried to start the controversy myself yes. last year. Yes, and it's finally, I remember that. Yes, it's <laughs> finally <laughs> taking
3: root. Some football fans just like to watch the world burn. <laughs> Yeah, if your
0: team's not going to win, you may as well just root for everyone else to lose. And as an Eagles fan, this week, the only thing that saved it was the Cowboys losing. Jason Garrett, uh, this back and forth thing where it's like, you want him to get fired because that's humiliating for the team. But also, as an Eagles fan, I want him to stay the coach of the Cowboys because he's the anchor that's preventing them from going anywhere. But he's going to the Giants. It's all going to work out. (laughs) And that would be a great move. But I think the Giants can suck without Jason Garrett. They've proven that. (laughs) They've lost the most games since 2017, beating out even the Cleveland Browns by a decent margin now. So I I think the Giants can suck on their own. I'd I'd like Garrett to stay in Dallas.
2: Just trade us, Carson. Should (laughs) have did it last year when the value was up.
1: All right. Danny, what would you hate about watching football this week?
3: Well, guys, I really put some thought into this one. Uh, I'll tell you what I hate this week. I hate – the 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 prison that we're in of the now. And right now, everybody is talking about how fucking great fucking Lamar Jackson uh. is. Five <laughs> touchdowns in one game. Sure, he throws for under 200 yards, but whatever. He has seven Hall of Famers, uh, college football Hall of Famers at least, <laughs> running the ball. Everything's going right. And all of a sudden, he's like the best quarterback in league history. I believe that the best quarterback in the league right now is Patrick Mahomes. That is a personal belief based on overall skill in every single facet of quarterbacking. But beyond that, I would have also seeded the idea that last season we were making too much out of Patrick Mahomes thrown for 50 touchdowns and you know 5,000 yards. Historical as that may have been, it doesn't make you the greatest quarterback of all time, having a good run. And I feel like right now, anybody could come in at any time this next week, have a good game, and suddenly we're talking about them. If Deshaun Ball's out, over the Thanksgiving football break. We're going to talk about how great that dude is. It's just, there's always this momentary insanity that we go through where it's like, whatever's happening right now is fucking it, and that's all that matters, and football is this, and is this team sinking? Is this team going to make the Super Bowl? It's all a bunch of bullshit, and I think
0: we all know Patrick Mahomes is the best.
2: Danny hates results. Yeah. He hates...
0: (laughs) (laughs) I also like that as a Chiefs fan, you're not going to have playoff wins, you're not going to have Super Bowl championships, MVP buzz is all you got and they're taking it away from you. <laughs>
3: the guy was injured for two games. It's been a rough stretch with injuries. We're having one of those years that and you know what, it could have gone worse by the way because we are somewhat the equivalent of the of the Rams, I think a little bit. You know, getting close, losing to the Pats. Now we're we're sort of, you know, on the on the a little bit of a hangover thing that that the fi- some of the final four teams every year go through. And the Rams have sunk way lower than us. We're still top
1: of the division, so I would say don't compare yourself to the Rams because that's what I hated this week was uh this Monday night football game. I mean, that was like watching Alabama versus West Kentucky <laughs> or fucking New Mexico State or something like they just didn't even show up. They still had the college numbers and the Pac-12 logo on the field. Just to to show you that this was a mismatch of epic proportions. The Rams were a total no-show. McVay's genius has completely fallen. Yeah, where's that gone? He's lost the team. I have no idea. Um, We have Booger McFarlane out there grasping for (laughs) decades-old TV references. Uh, The whole thing was just an atrocious experience, trying to ruin my Enjoyment of watching Lamar Jackson, which he is fun. He's great. He's, he's awesome. He's a good
3: player. You know, one of the one of the best players in the league. Um,
1: and you know, they're wearing these Color Rush purple and yellow jerseys. It looks like LA fucking puked on the field, and there's just like a Lakers propaganda. That's all I see. I there's saw the nothing Lakers. worse than getting your ass kicked <laughs> like, in Color out of Rush here. jerseys.
2: <laughs> I thought the Ravens ones were pretty cute. <laughs> <On> <laughs> they assignment. did look sharp. I mean, yeah.
0: also when you're winning. You know, like 45 to 7 or 6. Everything looks a little better.
3: Yeah, the color palette gets brighter.
2: (laughs) Who's that fat guy they used to have? Uh, The sideline dude for Fox for many years. Oh, Goose. Yeah, Goose. Yeah, they were wearing the old (laughs) Saragusas. Yeah, I liked (laughs) it. It was great. Uh, What did I hate? Okay, I got one for you. I hated how many footballs they use. (laughs) (laughs) I got roped into watching this bullshit fucking Patriots-Cowboys game. And they spent five minutes talking about how every play they use a brand new football (laughs) and they got guys shuffling footballs in and out all the fucking time. And damn, just keep track of one ball. That's the, that also,
0: that's the other thing. The NFL, they don't, if, if they somehow kick an extra point or a field goal and a fan catches it, you know they go into the stands and take the yeah. ball from the fan. Yeah. Of but all they, the
3: things to a, nickel and dime on, yeah. let the fucking fan keep the football.
2: You guys are bragging about a criminal <laughs> level of waste.
3: <laughs> it is wasteful. It is wasteful. Because you if you did give the, every fan their own football, then you would have to skin pigs at a rate probably even higher than we're already doing it yeah it's it close to probably
2: we can't say for sure it would be close and those pig farts are killing the environment or whatever <laughs> <The mythos. laughs> yeah and it's they're definitely they're putting fucking pesticide on them shits you ever licked a brand new football you gotta there's lick. poison on it yeah it's
1: like
0: a frog you can trip off of it
1: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Sean, what'd you hate about watching football this week?
0: Well, I'll tell you what I hated. I hated the fact that they didn't give Gronk a suit. They made him, (laughs) (laughs) who, who doesn't give Gronk a shirt and tie? Who lets Gronk dress himself turtleneck? (laughs) And then everyone's clowning on Gronk. They don't, my favorite part though. Protect Gronk. (laughs) Yes. Gronk will, you can laugh at Gronk without the wardrobe. You know, that's the beauty is finding stuff to laugh about Gronk's performance on television, his stiff, rigid, robotic, but lovable, uh, chiming in him, you know, making fun of the Cowboys. It was all great, but everyone was, you know, making fun of him on the turtleneck. Everyone overlooked the fact that they didn't even bother to give him a tablet. <laughs> everyone else has a tablet, but no tablet for Gronk. They're just, Hey, he doesn't know how to use a computer. We can't give him one. Go let the man have a computer. Come, Come on. They're
2: unprepared.
3: That they turtleneck s- was definitely like what Gronk <laughs> thinks smart people wear. Yeah.
0: He saw the Theranos documentary. <laughs> <laughs> he knows. He's like smart people wear turtlenecks. He picked. It. He overheard Belichick say it once. That's why he was talking in that deep voice <laughs> yeah.
3: the whole time. Oh my!
0: His eyes were bugging out. Come on, he could. Can- I think what it's just too easy for as a guy who critiques the league and makes fun of players, it was served up on a platter, Gronk and a turtleneck. I like to consider myself a nuance fan who can find interesting <laughs> stuff to laugh about with Gronk. And the tablet thing is my tablet takes getting overlooked by the tank top, and I don't care for it.
3: Turtleneck, not tank top.
1: Yeah, you can't just send Gronk out there to die. No, give the guy something to latch on to. Just something to play with when he's bored.
3: He's a a human spuds, McKenzie. He really is. And you need to treat him like that. He's a party dog. Come on. (laughs) parade
0: him out on the surfboard, have him shotgun a beer. And the other thing they do, they keep asking him, they're like, and you wouldn't uh, think about coming back, would you? It's like, he's not going to ever answer that question on your show. Stop teasing everyone with this. He's clearly lost a tremendous amount of weight. He's holding on to whatever brain he has. Like, let the man be retired. (laughs) Don't worry, he's not going to listen to the podcast. <laughs>
3: we'll still be cool. But we are all close personal friends, so we are. Yeah. it's a bit of a betrayal.
0: There's a uh, Yeah, I mean, we played catch with Gronk, which was pretty awesome.
2: They should have given him like an old PC, like a compact. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he should have had a compact Presario in front we're, of one him. One of those tiger video yeah. games <laughs> you had when you <laughs> we were a kid.
0: It was like three-inch thick uh, you know, laptops. Oh,
1: they man. They were doing our boy Gronk dirty. Keep your head up, Gronk. Gronk Beach is right around the corner. You oh, just man. have a few more pregame shows to fucking <laughs> suffer through and then you're gonna be. But I the king I, I of think I think Miami. Gronk
0: is good when it's like Gronk like when he made fun of the Cowboys for practicing indoors and not practicing outdoor with wet balls. And it actually, in the weather, and they did that in New England. It was like, okay, that's an interesting point. That's something that I want to hear a former player. And it's kind of funny him imitating them.
3: Like, that was great. That's his wheelhouse. Yeah. It's weird that he didn't take the wet balls set up. Yeah, do something exactly. Like it,
0: and he even he sidestepped that, even though I'm sure in his head he was thinking. He was screaming. He wanted to yeah. say something. He wants to yell 69, but he,
1: he didn't. He held it together. He even had a good take on the Miles Garrett situation. He said he too has blacked out. From rage on yeah. a football field, <laughs> I have too. I've blacked out on
0: a football field watching football games, both sides. That's the other thing that was really annoying this week that Mason Rudolph didn't get suspended because it plays into the whole idea of like he's a victim. Like, dude, you started the shit. You yeah. can't be that upset at the way it ended. And everyone like, oh, that's assault with a deadly weapon. It's a helmet, all right. That was probably Ooh, yeah. that was probably the the least uh, traumatizing hit to the head that Mason Rudolph had in that game.
3: Uh, oh, it's assault with a deadly weapon. You don't rob a liquor store with a helmet. Come on. Look, we talked about this, and Hardigan has the opposite view. He believes it was felony assault.
1: That's not what I've ever said, <laughs> but uh, sure. Uh, and also, he benched himself. So Mason Rudolph uh, went ahead and suspended himself because he's terrible yeah. at football. So <laughs> he Hodges. doesn't matter anymore anyway. Um, okay, so we're going to try something this week. It's Thanksgiving. Football. Three games on Thursday. We get the 9:30 a.m., and it's just football all day. They're bad games, but we do have a chance to watch the Cowboys lose. So let's go around the around and talk about what we're thankful for this year. I know we're always talking about why football sucks, what we hate about it, but let's uh, let's go the other way and, and and talk about what we're thankful for. Jamel, are you, what are you thankful for this year, football wise? Well. Aside
2: from not having to watch the Redskins this Thursday, <laughs> I'm also thankful that the center is in the most control of the football. I was upset at how how many football they uses, but I like that the center is the only one who can ask for a new one.
0: Oh, I didn't know that.
2: <laughs> yeah. I played center for many years, and I got to admit, it's nice to just have the ball
1: first. It feels good. Uh, I'm thankful this year for Jason Garrett. I know Sean alluded, alluded to it earlier, <laughs> but – God, that guy is the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, the you know the Cowboys are playing in New England in a rainstorm against the best secondary in football, and he's going five wide trying to let Dak go out there and win the game. <laughs> when they're running for five yards a pop, you and have they Zeke. Just, it made no sense. The field goal, obviously down the stretch, that he was just a total pussy move. Just the worst. Um, the guy blew the game. They were probably the better team, and it was really fun to watch. And I can't wait to watch him somehow lose to the Bills this week. That'd be great. You felt like they were the better team over the Pats. Yeah, in a lot of ways. every Positionally, if you stack them up, other than secondary, I mean, look, I hate Dallas, but they have a pretty good team this year. I think that they're going to falter down the stretch because, of for a variety of reasons, uh, inner turmoil... Uh, probably at the top. I mean, you have the owner talking <laughs> shit on the coach and the yeah, players, former players talking shit on the current players. It's awesome. I'm this surprised is, when you said... Cowboys football.
3: You saying the Cowboys have a good team, I think that's a, a point where Sean might black out from ranch.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: I did. Uh, my The wires in my brain got crossed there for a little bit.
2: I'm like, all right, I'll see where he's going. I mean, they did look good, though. It was because of torrential downpours, but Zeke was doing whatever the fuck he wanted.
0: Yeah. You got a pound Zeke and uh, yeah, Garrett, he, they were asking him about analytics and he praised analytics, but then also said he turns off analytics in the game and doesn't listen to any of their (laughs) analytics upstairs during the game, which, so he doesn't call the plays. He doesn't listen to analytics. He's clearly not much of of a motivator. He's really getting $8 million to just kind of hang out on the sideline in Cowboys gear and ruin the team. It's great.
1: Yeah.
3: It's awesome. Please don't fire him.
1: Danny, what are you thankful for watching football this year
3: I you know there's so there's so much bounty that the NFL gives us and I think I think this this goes really I feel like to the heart of why we enjoy football and that is being right <laughs> being right and I want to say from last week, I felt some great sense of joy coming into this week based on the fact that my predictions came true. One, that the Raiders were going to eat shit against the Jets. I mentioned that. It worked out. It was awesome. It was fun to watch. And it was national TV. It it was on in L.A., which is very nice. (laughs) Very nice to see. And the other thing, of course, that I was right about was Mason Rudolph tossing out the N-word, which we all know (laughs) definitely happened. We had this exact argument last week about how him saying it was was just speculation on my part. Well, and, and that Miles Garrett had not actually claimed he had said that. At the time, true. But then it turned out I was right. My co-host of the Sports Gambling Podcast, Ryan
0: Kramer, just, we were hanging out in an airport lounge. We watched it live, and he saw the replay and goes, he called him the n Yes! Which is kind of so scary clear. that he knows what it looks like <laughs> mouthed out,
3: but... <laughs> Uh, I
0: was impressed. You can impressed. Just see that, that tongue kind of coming. The
2: yards, yeah.
3: That, <laughs> that tongue hitting the top of the palate, the mouth. You know, you can see the N shape. It's, of the lips. I, it was also <laughs> weird that Pouncey still supported a
0: guy who was using. But again, Pouncey, as shown by his free Hernandez shirt. Yeah. Whatever happens,
3: <laughs> he will support his team. He's a political wild card. Yeah, you know, it's true. all over the map. But you know, that's my point in saying that is that that's what makes football so fun and you know <laughs> special. Guess Sean Green knows this it's what makes football betting so fun Yes, that feeling of like I fucking knew it I knew it the whole time I knew the Bills were going to beat the Seahawks because of the fucking defense or whatever I'm smart I know football I know what I'm talking about that just that feeling of pure rightness that you fucking nailed it. Everyone doubted you, but you knew that Mike <laughs> Evans was reported sick in practice this week, so you should pick him in DFS. Great DFS play. And now you're a fucking god, you're omniscient. You know everything. How much did you make off
2: Mason Rudolph? <laughs> I much,
3: wish I wish we had put money make? on that cuz I needed I lost 20 bucks on a bet earlier oh. this year on this <laughs> show and I should have redeemed that this week but well, Mason Rudolph
0: was uh, that was a horrible beat because I had Pittsburgh minus six and a half. It was actually my lock. They only won by six, so I lost my bet, and it was crazy because it came down. Uh, the Bengals fumbled at the end there. They recovered on like the Bengals twenty. All they have to do run three plays, kick the field goal. These assholes break it out. They get the first down, not the touchdown. kneel it down, much like the Patriots did. It's these guys have to realize money's on the line, yeah. and you got. <laughs> I get it. They might block it and return it for a touchdown, but that that's the risk. You have to, uh, you have to roll the dice. You're in the NFL. <laughs> the point differential is like the fifth tiebreaker. And one of these teams isn't going to get in the playoffs cause they didn't kick this quote unquote meaningless field goal. And I'm going to be the one laughing then <laughs> Dan, do you want me to say what I'm thankful for? I'll transition. <laughs> take I'm thankful. It over the podcast. I'm oh, thankful
2: because <laughs> I had to mic him. <laughs> Danny,
0: <laughs> Danny was talking about why you love football. What you, what made you fall in love with football in the first place? I really like that take of being right. Another thing. <laughs> <laughs> And I enjoy that very much as well. But for me, this is a classic. It's nostalgia at its finest. And that is the return of NFL prime time with oh, Chris Berman, yeah. Tom Jackson. Why did we ever have to get rid of these guys? There's a place for them on ESPN. Plus they hang out, they do the nicknames. <laughs> Berman's still <laughs> as good and weird as he's ever been. The corny jokes are still corny. I still laugh with it, but the sound, the music, it still gets me amped up. He goes Tej from Louisville. Like it's still <laughs> da, da, da. It still works. Da, da, All of it works. Da, da. And I caught Chris Berman. Perhaps this is the smartest Chris Berman joke I've ever heard because they do like a quick fastest three minutes of football on uh, on the halftime show on Monday night. And this is possibly the smartest joke I've ever heard Berman uh, do. He was breaking down the Skins-Lions game, and he goes, as the Redskins kick the game-winning field goal, he goes, a real photo finish. Now, they didn't have time to actually get into it, but what he was alluding to was the fact that Dwayne Haskins wasn't out on the field for the mm. final snap to kneel because he was – in the crowd, taking a selfie with another fan, a fan, These that, millennials. a fan that I don't think was also worth pointing out. I looked at it a couple times and I'm pretty sure the woman was wearing Detroit lions gear. I have to look <laughs> at it again, but she's wearing a gray shirt. There's no way that was a Haskins Jersey or whatever, but a uh, great joke by Berman. I love primetime. And a fun fun way to dump on the
1: skins. Yeah, and Case Keenum had to go out there and take that last snap. <laughs> Doesn't even know where his helmet's at. He's running around. <laughs> even when they win, it's still hilarious. Jamel, care a comment?
2: Honestly, I'm sure he never thought he'd ever win a game. So, you <laughs> he know. did look genuinely yeah, surprised. Just overcome with joy. It happens. You ever been so happy you don't know where you are? <laughs> right now. Fair point.
1: Uh, I'm thankful for the some of the other just great Thanksgiving Day memories too. The, we got the butt fumble. On yeah. Thanksgiving. Oh man, that was great. We had Leon Lett ruining a Dallas win in the snow against mm-hmm. the Dolphins. We had John Madden violating a turkey every year. <laughs> we had uh, would we have a coin toss disaster between the Lions and the Steelers and Jerome Bettis losing his mind. Uh, so I'm just uh, I'm looking forward to what whatever the next chapter in Thanksgiving football holds for us on Thursday. Whether, you know, that's Kid Rock at halftime in Detroit or the Bills going out and just putting up a fifty burger on the on Dallas. <laughs> uh, or something weird happened in the Saints Falcons game. Where's that one? That's in Atlanta? Yeah. I want Arthur Blank to be on the sidelines and just get popped in the face of the football. That'd be fun. I hate that the <laughs> owner comes down even when the the games don't mean anything. He's always on the sidelines pestering the coaches and the players. I want him to get hit with something, and that'd be fun for Thanksgiving.
3: Do you think when they when they do that shot, as they always do, of the fully cooked bird on the way out to commercial, is that a real turkey, or is that or or did they just get a prop turkey? Because I like it if it's somebody had to actually prep. Brine, <laughs> make a real turkey. Cook <laughs> well, it for four hours. Yeah.
1: There is always that confusing part in the post game where there's a sideline reporter like Aaron Andrews who is just standing around four like linemen eating turkey. trying well, yeah, to interview I, them. I know the
0: uh, I know the Madden one was definitely real because he would always eat it and he would like give out the wing of the turducken. Also, you can't do that to Madden. You can't have a fake turkey on the set that you oh, no. you might lose a hand or something like. I mean, those, the Madden related, the food he had on the Madden bus, that was always real. I know that.
2: Which game had the freaky um, GMO turkey with four legs?
0: Oh, yeah. I think that was, <laughs> is that, I think that was maybe that Madden CBS? related because they wanted, or no, CBS maybe. Because uh, they wanted to give out like more turkey legs.
2: Yeah. So they got a fucked up turkey from it's fucking spider turkey or Amityville. Something.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. Let's get into this week's latest game. games. Speaking about Thanksgiving. Thursday, 9.30 a.m., early game, Bears at Lions. Lions always get this first game. Then Dallas gets the the early afternoon game. Then there's always some bullshit night game. Uh, Do you guys like the tradition of the Lions getting this early game? That's just like the only thing Detroit gets. They don't get playoff berths. They don't get winning football They get a Thanksgiving morning game.
0: Well, I'm fine with them getting this early game since they came in and added the late game. The late game is really the game you need uh, because when you're on the West Coast, the 930 kick – yeah, but that game's over. You you're haven't still even,
1: cooking. You're still helping out around the house. Like there's yeah, shit to even do. Even if you
0: eat a, eat your Thanksgiving dinner at three o'clock, then you're missing some of the fourth quarter. You want that final game to help you digest, move on through Thanksgiving. So as long as they keep that, I'm fine with the super early game.
3: I don't think I don't think I'm starting anybody in either of these games in fantasy. I have no rooting interest for any of the teams. I don't. It just seems like that's the game where you start doing your prep. You just do the actual things. It's a good background stuff. game. Yeah. You put it on yeah, the background. So you, can, you can hear generally what's going on, but you're also like putting chicken broth into
2: bread cubes and yeah. you know, you're know you taking the giblets out. You don't need to pay full attention because you yeah. know what's going to happen. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Driscoll are Trubisky. Good. Yeah, <laughs> you're of course. you yeah. not much.
2: They do. Bo Scarborough is worth watching though.
0: Dude, he's fun. He runs hard, man. He's a fun guy to watch.
1: Um, Halftime of this show The Brothers Osborne Performing their hits Do any of us know Who these guys are?
0: Are they the Absolutely not. Yeah Donnie Marie Are they the brothers? Like the lost brothers To Donnie and Marie?
1: I don't know I thought this was just Some new country duo They look pretty young From the picture that I saw
3: Oh okay So it's like that Cool country shit Like yes. the Lumineers Or whatever It's oh. like it's like hip country Where they have Like a fucking Washboard player and stuff. If it ain't
2: If it ain't Garth Brooks Get out of here
1: I like Florida-Georgia line. That's it. Oh, man. Bears-Lions, uh, That that's the one to, to help out with your family during this game. You know, don't get too invested. If you're betting on it, just do one bet that you don't have to check in every quarter. Just make sure that you, you have a couple hands available. And I, then – sorry, go ahead, Dan. No, I
3: was just going to say I do like the 930 start. That, yeah. Uh, they, you know, football being super early, especially here in Los Angeles – it's 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 a gift, you know, because you don't have to spend that much time talking to your wife and family. Exactly, you can just you can just be like, "Sorry, babe, football's on." Yep, and it doesn't matter that that hour and a half or so, because I've taken to waking. Up, I don't know if we're we're all in our mid thirties or so. Uh, we're starting to wake up a little earlier, you know. It's not such a chore to get up <laughs> at eight a.m. to do things. So that two hour block between when you wake up and when football starts, that can be torture. Yes. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. You're, you're right now that we have nine hours plus the extended times, You basically have 10 and a half hours of NFL content on. And again, we've baked it in as a tradition. You, your old lady. You can't get mad at you of like, Oh, you're watching football. Yeah. It's Thanksgiving. So it's what's are supposed to do. Also the nine 30 kick means no parade is on that. Macy's day parade is complete trash and just parades yeah. in general. Yeah. We have Nothing no attention span as a society. I'm going to watch a parade
3: get the fuck out of here. We all we all Excellent really take. we owe a shout out to our wives' dads for putting Laying football the on and making it part of their tradition yes. yeah. when they were kids, so it doesn't seem abnormal that we're doing
0: it. <laughs> yes.
1: Okay, let's go to this next game Thursday 1:30 start. This is probably the best game of the day. Bills at Cowboys. Um, is it Lincoln Riley time yet in Dallas? <laughs> I mean, they are clamoring for a new coach.
2: Yeah, I mean, Jason Garrett, I can't believe he ever played football.
0: (laughs) I know. It doesn't seem like he's he's got equipment manager vibes.
2: Is he? What was his deal? Was he like Fonsworth Bentley for Jerry Jones? Is that what it was? (laughs) Was he just like holding umbrellas for him when he was a backup? Is that a great reference? But yeah, I think he
0: (laughs) flashing back to some uh, old P Diddy, but yeah. (laughs) Isn't that, well, that was Pete Diddy's man. Yeah, butler, for right? sure. Yeah. That, he
2: was his man. But I'm, yeah, I'm projecting that Jason Garrett was Jerry Jones's man. Butler has <laughs> seen Jerry Jones kill a man. It's a great photo. Helped shot. him dispose of the <laughs> body type vibe. Yeah. There, nothing else makes sense.
0: Yeah. He's clearly just a puppet. And uh, that's why Jerry Jones wants to be the coach. He can't, he realizes that's weird. So he, does the next best thing and hires a guy that used to yeah. play quarterback for him. That's basic- grew
2: in a lab. Yeah, a guy- exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's some eugenics thing going on with Jason Garrett that uh, we don't know about yet. He's like
3: Giuliani. He's got all of the dirt. He's got all the compromat on Jerry Jones. He knows Jerry Jones has been making phone calls to the Ukraine, and now but if one Jerry-
2: goes down, they both go down. Jerry Jones is his dad. And yeah. it's not through sex.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So what's going on this time of day? It's 1.30. Do you guys have an early plate at your Thanksgiving? Is this a time to eat, or are you still waiting? Maybe halftime is when oh, plates yeah. come out? It yeah, is I mean, I think, I think
0: appetizers are fair game. Even we're talking the end of the early game, you can start eating. You need some warm-up. And again, a lot of people make the mistake. It's a rookie mistake of not eating a breakfast on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to yeah. save it all for Thanksgiving. You got to stretch your stomach out. Like, like the great athletes we'll be seeing on Thursday, <laughs> you need to warm up and a solid breakfast. That's a great lead in to getting ready for. And again, if you're a weed guy, this is a good time to start hitting the weed, oh, yeah. no maybe doubt. eating the edible. Cause Keep you already got a little food in your body.
2: You don't want to go to the end because too early. Yes, exactly. Stay,
0: uh, stay on the uh, sativas early and often. I, I like this bill's Cowboys game, A, because I think the Bills actually have a chance, but Cole Beasley revenge game. I'm yeah. the only guy talking <laughs> I like about it. like that angle.
1: Cole Beasley has a rap prepared for Thursday. <laughs> oh, man. It's Cole back in Dallas.
2: Josh just Whoa. running around. Oh, man. I did not sign off on that Cole Beasley rap. <laughs> I, I,
0: think, uh, I think the Bills make a game of it for sure. They're getting seven. Maybe we can get a seven and a half. Cowboys one and seven against the spread in Thanksgiving games, which is really uh, you know, back in my head, I'm like, why have I really enjoyed Thanksgiving so much? And it's because the Cowboys don't cover on Thanksgiving.
1: It's been a real delight. Yeah. The bills haven't had allowed a touchdown in uh, two of their past three games. Their defense is kind of getting right.
0: Everyone wants to keep saying the bills suck. And then the bills they, keep winning. Yeah. Um, there's definitely some reason to think why they suck. Their rush defense is really bad. If the Cowboys are smart, they would just run it down their throats with uh, Zeke. But Josh Allen just kinda of runs around and makes plays and uh I, I do think their coach Sean McDermott is a pretty solid coach. So kinda crazy that they're quietly what, eight and three? Eight and three. Yeah. Yeah, they I, have
1: the driver's seat for the first uh wild or for that last wild card spot in AFC or is it the first wild card? God, first. It's
3: the it's the five.
0: The it's
1: five, the five, seat. The five I think seed. It,
3: it's obvious that the Bills are not a bad team. I think what they are is someone who nobody is scared to play ever. Yeah. You know, if you're a good team, you're not scared of the bills. So what does that make?
0: You? Well, especially bills on the road, which doesn't seem like, cause the Pats got the AFC East locked up. They're not going to have a home playoff game. So that makes them, but uh, who knows? I mean, it'll be interesting to see who wins, you know, the AFC South, if that's the four seed uh, bills are kind of sneaky.
1: And then the last Thanksgiving game, Thursday, five twenty PM saints at Falcons, uh, couple different angles on this. Sean Payton got owned by the replay challenge. Pretty funny that uh, he oh, man, begged that so for it. And the one got overturn
3: it. of the year.
0: And those whiny saints fans, it's like, what? do we have to redo the entire league? Cause you had one bad call. It's like, yeah, but you guys also in that game, you had the ball in overtime with Drew Brees driving. Yeah. He threw an interception. You also could have stopped him after the Rams got that pass interference. Like Come on, guys. Yeah, football sucks. You're gonna lose games. The refs hate you. That's kind of how the NFL works. Like, stop being such whiny babies. It's it's annoying to have this whole replay challenge instituted just because of the Saints fans.
1: Yeah, I don't think anybody enjoys this. So it's nice to see them kind of get uh, bitch slapped by it. So what point is this in the night? It's kind of this is kind of you're in a food stupor. You have a, a glass of scotch or whiskey poured. You're maybe even in and out of this game. Maybe you fall asleep for twenty minutes. You look up. You're like, oh shit! Atlanta scored again. Uh, this is a fun one because then you, you go back to the well. You're going to keep eating, even though you shouldn't eat anymore. You're totally Second parked plate on the of couch. Desserts. Yeah, you're totally parked at this point. You're not up and active. You might be saying goodbye to a few people, but this is kind of find that spot on the couch, settle in, and uh, maybe indica time.
2: I mean, certainly, if we're talking. Um East Coast time. If you're talking 8 p.m., yeah. At the Johnson household, we're probably three episodes of American Choppers in. (laughs) Have turned this game off entirely. I'm tired of watching NFC South football. It should not be televised
1: anymore. Wow. You don't like the Michael Thomas MVP watch? You're not on that? If, If Julian Edelman can win MVP... In the Super Bowl game, why can't a receiver win MVP for a season long? I mean, the guy's smashing every conceivable record right now. He's already what 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 do we got written down here? He's on pace for 151 catches that would break the se- single season record. He's projected over 1,800 yards. That uh, he's so he's going to be nipping at Calvin Johnson's single season yardage record as well. Um, I mean, if he breaks a bunch of records and Let's not forget the fact that he had his Hall of Fame quarterback out for 6 games and was still doing this with a backup. I mean the dude's crazy. If if Lamar falters and and <laughs> Russell I'm saying if one of these other MVPs, Lamar's MVP, not going to he's Lamar's going to
3: have Lamar's going to run away with this thing because he's going to have 48 touchdowns and 300 yards.
1: But the thing we saw in 2017 Carson Wentz at this point in the season was the far and away MVP favorite, you get hurt and that goes away. It can happen. It happens a lot. Yeah. Actually. I, I you have think, to finish the season strong. I think
0: if they gave it to a non quarterback player this year it would probably have to be Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. I mean, he has, but a I guess they would too. have to the, like the Panthers would have to somehow win out and, and get into the playoffs. It's a crazy scenario. Yeah. I mean, you're right. There's statistically he's certainly making a case, but as I listened to on the last episode or maybe two episodes of, sorry, I love football. um, (laughs) You guys were making a great case about how the MVP race it's narrative based and Michael Thomas has a shitty narrative. It's not enough. I mean, people are in love with the quarterback position for obvious reasons. So Lamar, then you got Russell Wilson, then even Deshaun Watson would come into play. Uh, I think. I mean, it's. Cr- I think they would make a case for Jacoby Brissett. Like, <laughs> if he wins out and they and they get in the AFC South, the fact that he came in for Andrew Luck, that's a more compelling story than Michael Thomas. I, what if Michael catching Tom- a bunch of passes in a dome?
1: What if Michael Thomas pulls a, an entire family from a burning vehicle? It's an off the field story that captures the nation's attention.
3: Then I think the the football. <laughs> cognoscenti will have something to say about off-field narratives affecting on-field narratives, and they'll give it to the resurgent Baker Mayfield instead. Oh, boy.
1: Oh, wow. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, so that was the Thanksgiving slate. Uh, you know, not the best three games, but we're going to watch them, obviously. Um, okay, so Sunday games. No teams left on bye. Everybody's back. The it's bye lit. weeks are done. Thank God. We got Titans at Colts. This is our first Sunday morning game Jamel, your Titans are on a roll. Ryan Tannehill setting the world on fire. Uh, What do you think? Well, I got to say I'm a big fan. I believed all along.
2: um, Laid Danny's little fantasy team to to waste. (laughs) Damn it. Just made no sense. Yeah, I know you didn't want to talk about it. Really sorry about your fantasy team. Uh, Go Titans, Titans up, and I am having a heart attack. Oh, I've <laughs> never act- hated
3: that
1: voice more. <laughs> actually- Coach Mike Vrabel uh, impressions on the show are just a super fan that Jamel does. And yeah. m- as we've pointed out, Mike Vrabel sounds nothing like that. But that's what he looks like. Yeah. So, yeah. That's
2: I cool. get that. That's who he is inside. Also, I'm looking at the Titans' Instagram page. Uh, <laughs> no more photos of dudes with helmets on. Hmm. I, I'm advocating for a little bit more personality from these NFL yeah. instances to compete That's with the uh, compete with NBA. That's Jesus why they're Christ, more popular man. on social media. I don't know who's under there. <laughs> <laughs> let me
0: let me get to know the people behind the helmet. And I don't Derrick Henry having a great year or he has like he just has like monster games seemingly out of nowhere. I started him in uh DraftKings cuz the Jags defense is dog shit, but the, your, the helmet doesn't do him any favors with that, like, yeah. giant dreadlock he's got it's, going yeah, on dreadlock, it's
2: a drill. Yeah. I think it's like a scorpion <laughs> Yeah, spike. it does I think look like, kill someone what is it. that?
0: It, you're right, it looks like the end of a spear or something. Uh, it would look probably cooler when his helmet's off and it's, like, undone a little bit.
3: But it's also a little bit of a secret weapon, you know, like w- in those drag racing movies where the car has, like, some oh, yeah. kind of fucking spike shooter. that it, yeah. he can, he like Mario he can, use Kart. It to, he can use it to bludgeon people.
2: <laughs> if he did a spin move and whip somebody with the dread. Oh hey, my God. That's what we need.
0: We might see that uh death on the field that the media is praying for <laughs> <laughs> to hopefully kill football.
2: As far as the actual game goes, this is a tight <laughs> one. It's in the dome.
0: Colts, Colts are good. At, Colts yep. are
2: good at home. Uh, I also
0: teams coming off the extra Thursday rest is a solid trend. Frank, Wright, Good coach. Um, yeah, I probably lean Colts. We'll see. Uh Yeah. Gun to my head. Probably do Colts, but Titans are an interesting team. I mean, really this Ryan Tannehill resurgence shows you just how bad Adam Gase was that he like yeah. had Tannehill and just did nothing with him. And then he comes in on this Titans team, which is like average. He's looking great. I think Adam Gase is just a monster.
1: Also could be a T Y Hilton get right game. Uh, yeah. He was kind of limited the last Thursday night. He did play, but he wasn't really on the field. A couple as much. drops,
0: which is very unlike him.
1: Yeah, I think he's going to kind of explode in that one. Um, next game, we got Jets at Bengals. Don't need to spend too much time here, but it is funny that Ryan Finley got pulled and Andy Dalton is back <laughs> the red as rifle. the starting quarterback for the Bengals. It's
0: almost like uh, you know, the Bengals ownership and management—they broke up with Andy Dalton. They're like, "We need a hot young girlfriend," and then they start dating him for a few weeks, and then they mention Nirvana, and the girlfriend's like, "Who's that?" And
3: they're like,
2: oh, "I can't okay, do this. That I'm out." To get
0: out. Yeah,
3: that's exactly how I ended up with my wife. Actually, <laughs> uh, it's beautiful. It's it's beautiful to see this Red Dead Redemption. Uh, which I thought would have gotten more. Wow, that's, but a, obviously great, it did that's not. a great. Line right. and, uh, that's great We laughed inside. We laughed inside. So a, just, that's possible episode title. Yeah, right, Deb. You got to call you, We that. can sweeten Mark it in the it. post. Yeah. P- people and, and we should get the laughs rolling on that because that was. I mean, it's it, it, it's smart. It's we'll do an audience
1: applause break yeah, yeah, for that.
3: But uh, the I, the Bengals just aren't going to win another game. They might not win another game until Sean's theory about if Joe Biden doesn't get elected, they'll cancel football, <laughs> comes to pass.
1: Yes. <laughs> Can you can we expand on this? Well, uh, I do think Elizabeth
3: Warren is trying to destroy football, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> she's trying to she's trying to give money to the people. I knew that's
2: why well, that's I was Andrew down. Yet. I knew I was in I played it for a reason. <laughs> I could feel it.
1: I can't believe we have two people in here who are rooting for the the end of football as we know it. Um, on the jet side of things, Le'Veon Bell finally kind of looks like that foundational back that we all thought he would be. He's actually played really well over the course of like the last three or four weeks.
0: He's like a great garbage uh, PPR guy because he'll get like nine catches yep. for like 18 yards.
1: I thought Adam Gase was maybe the worst coach in the league and now they've won three games in a row and they just beat the Raiders. I don't know what the fuck to think about this team anymore. It's Darnold. He's yeah, getting I,
0: over the mono. Yeah, and he was out. Uh, I don't know if you saw <laughs> yeah. he won. He won the game and it was like Darnold seen out drinking beer and making out with a chick. Yeah. It's like, all right. Oh,
3: really? He's Is that what football years players old. do? I mean, she has to be a little. She should get tested.
2: <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> he's gone full circle of uh, getting
0: diagnosed with mono, and then get caught making out in pers- in public. Uh, wild ride for uh, the Jets here. <laughs> I I think the Jets get the victory, but it, the the Bengals coming back out of nowhere. That is kind of that's an interesting scenario. Maybe they rally around but I, this Bengals team is Zach Taylor is a huge
3: mistake as a betting man do you, does Andy Dalton's return move the needle
0: that's interesting because I think he certainly isn't as bad as Ryan Finley so maybe there's a point point and a half there uh will the team rally around hey this is Andy Dalton he's back <laughs> I don't think so I don't think it's going to motivate them much and Zach Taylor it is, he's a guy who just basically got hired because he hung out with Sean McVay once. Yeah, and everyone's like, "We got to get the next McVay guy," and now McVay is kind of being exposed and uh, prisoners of dude, the
1: moment, which yeah, exactly. Danny railed against that earlier. That is
3: it? I'm okay. right again.
1: <laughs> All right, he's join football now. Washington football team at Carolina Panthers. Um, yeah, we already talked about Bill Callahan couldn't find Dwayne Haskins in the stands during the game. <laughs> Um, you know The Panthers, I think, are starting to actually like Kyle Allen a little bit. I saw some of their coaches saying he's ex- exceeded expectations wildly. I know everybody was mad that after the Niners game, and he had a couple of bullshit games. But uh, they actually – there was a moment they were like, oh, the Kyle Allen thing has passed. It's not going to happen. And they're, the way they're talking is it's they're trying to talk themselves into this guy long term.
3: Never make the mistake – of going for a quarterback that's not awesome you should never if, if they have the potential to be awesome you have to give them a the chance if you're just going for somebody who can win games you're gonna lose year after year in the playoffs and that's its own special kind of hell
0: yeah you're right because if there's what is the Kyle Allen ceiling right how high Yeah, we probably have three touchdowns against New Orleans like he looked really sharp but you're right. He's not, he's never going to be like a top five, even top 10 quarterback. I still uh, like the guy they got out of West Virginia that they haven't played yet. Will Greer. I think you give him a shot and maybe they will once they get eliminated officially from playoffs. Cause they're kind of in a tough spot. They're not in the mix for the wild card. Really? Like they need, they need to win out and get some help, um, so it'll be interesting. But they're at home against the R
2: so they, they should cruise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't think of a way he doesn't throw four touchdowns. <laughs> He's going to go for about four and probably, what, 250? would be
0: a
3: sneaky DFS
0: player right there. Interesting DFS spot, for sure.
2: You know what
3: I'm loving is this DJ Moore. This guy on my fantasy team, I thought he was dog shit the first couple of weeks. It seemed like a bad pick. I thought maybe he could do something in a in a great Caroline Panthers offense. If you told me that the Panthers would be the way they are now, which is off and on mostly sucky, I would have said, I you know, I would have gotten rid of DJ Moore months ago. Turns out yet another thing I was right about and that Sean was wrong about because I offered him DJ Moore in a trade wow. that he did not take. Yeah. And now here we are.
0: Rare fantasy mistake for myself. Well, I think from Carolina, you look at how awesome Christian McCaffrey is doing and you think there's not enough touchdowns or just, you know, PPR catches to go around. And uh, somehow they figured that out. He, very surprising that he's had a strong second half here.
3: There is no one who gets more volume than Christian McCaffrey. He can have
0: a bad game and you look up and he still has like 25 fantasy points already. It's crazy.
2: God, I hate fantasy football. Next thing. Uh, I, ju- I couldn't believe that Dwayne Haskins found a way to finally complete a pass to his former teammate, Terry McLaurin.
0: Yeah, shouldn't they have more chemistry because they used to play together? Like, oh, that's the whole reason I think they drafted McLaurin. And meanwhile, he's looked the better of the two. Oh, yeah.
2: I wonder what it is. Is it just Dwayne sucking or is there some sort of extra mental block, like because Terry came out of the gates hotter, now he's got this oh, yeah, it's in his complex Complexes in his head? but I think he just sucks independent <laughs> of that. He doesn't seem like
0: – Haskins doesn't strike me as a guy who's, like, putting in all the time all away from the field. He's not
2: even finishing whole
0: games. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, and that's that's kind of the thought I had going into the game, and then when he got caught taking a selfie in the stands. Again, the person's wearing a blue jacket, but uh, – <laughs> Yeah, he's just not a guy who's – he's not a first guy in, last guy out uh, when you talk about the building.
1: Next game. Game of the day probably. Niners at Ravens. These two teams wow. – I mean, what are Niners? 11-1 now? 10-1? What is it? Um, and the Ravens coming off that big Monday night football game. Um, I mean, the Niners' defense is incredible. Danny, we talked about it last week. You said they were fun to watch. Yeah. And they were. I mean, watching – Aaron Rodgers hop around the pocket, and he's pretty good at navigating that thing. And he'd have a guy in his face; he'd sidestep him. Another guy's coming; he'd duck him. And it just didn't matter what Rodgers did. I mean, it's not he has great experience doing that, and there was nowhere for him to go. And you know, you have Armstead, Buckner, and Solomon Thomas; they're all 25 years older or younger. Bosa's 22. D. Ford from Kansas City this offseason didn't even play. He's young too. Their D line's gonna be good for a while. They have that uh that bald defensive coordinator. And he, he was playing what did you guys see that bald um Green Bay Packers defensive coordinator? It oh, was like no, a, no. a bald guy battle. It was like the Uncle Festers <laughs> of uh I watched this game out of Niners bar actually with my buddy Kungle and the Niners there's a there's a feeling in the air with this team. I mean it I know I already brought this team up, but it does remind me a little bit of the twenty seventeen Eagles, where they are just really Playing well and kind of not getting the love they might deserve because I remember that team was eleven and one too and like nobody gave a shit yet. Yeah, um, it's
0: it is weird watching this team. I still I keep thinking Jimmy G isn't that good. Yeah, but they, same. And they scheme up. Uh, I mean Shanahan is credit. They scheme up a great offense. Like it, just tight ends are always running wide open. There's always giant holes. Even though they've lost like two other offensive tackles, like they've just schemed up a great team. Uh, yeah, but uh, how do you go? How do you bet against or pick against this Ravens team, especially at home? I mean, they're, they're just kind of slaughtering teams. It's always tough. That West, to East coast travel for the Niners and weather
1: report supposed to be a a downpour. That might be an equalizer, but we'll see if it actually happens, but it's supposed to storm really badly in this game. Um, I don't know if the Niners are ready for that. I know they're a West coast kind of fair weather team. Well, the, Um, the
3: the defensive coordinator is Robert Sala. He is, he is Egyptian. Yeah. Mm. And he's that kind of bald. So he's so it's like <laughs> it's like the mummy. Oh, okay. Oh, and right, right. and he can play in any oh, kind right. of elements. He can play in blood rain, he can play in frog rain. <laughs> Whatever kind of rain, he's gonna be there.
2: Yeah. Let some locusts out. Yeah. Why can't yeah, sure. If your D coordinator is a mummy, you get to use plagues against any opponent. What are you doing?
3: You're getting Thank this. You. You're getting the Haskins treatment. Getting
2: oh, a yeah. selfie get a, get a in the selfie middle of the, in the podcast. Of the show. Oh god. Um, fuck. I can't wait to watch. I don't know what's going to happen.
3: Should be a good game.
2: Why yeah. is it the 10 a.m. game? Call.
3: Why is it the 1 p.m.? You know why is it the
0: They early really game? need to flex it up. Yeah. And especially if you're a Vikings fan, you want no, that flexed no. out. So
2: no, we have to watch the Patriots <laughs> again.
1: Um. Also. The Niners, it's one of those things, too, where they've benefited a little bit from uh, offseason luck. I was reading this thing. They really went hard for Le'Veon Bell. Uh, they wanted him pretty badly. They missed yeah. out on him. They had to settle for uh, Tevin Coleman, who's yeah, been, he's great been great this year. And they paid him a lot less, which opened the way for Jimmy Ward, who's the safety they signed also this offseason, who's just killing it, who they wouldn't have gotten had they gotten Bell. So. I mean, just that's the thing like when
0: you, when you look at a team that won a Super Bowl, with the exception of the Patriots and whatever deal they made with the devil, you look back on their run and it's like, Oh, every transaction you did was the right transaction. Yeah. The injuries, the guy got injured, but then the backup came in and was better. You can look at like the trail of what happened and it's very easy to see like, Oh, they just, everything kind of worked out in their favor. Every bounce of the ball went in their
3: favor, especially when it comes to the playoffs. There is a feeling of sometimes when a team is this good in the regular season, there's always that one team You're peaking too early that is just really, really good in the regular season. Does the fourteen and two, fifteen and one thing, and then just gets completely blindsided. By a cool underdog. Yeah, which, I which mean, team is it between these two? Because it's got to be one of them.
0: The 49ers will most certainly have a bye and a, and a home game. Yes. But I could see a team coming out of the wild card round, hot. coming in hot, no one believes in them. And then you go up against this 49ers team at home. The crowd's not amazing up there. Levi Stadium quietly sucks as far as the stadium. And, you know, they just don't get up for it. Jimmy G is a couple picks, and this red hot team comes in and takes them down. I. I think they're going to have a great rest of the regular season, but I don't know. I'm looking to bet against them if there's value as far as the playoffs.
1: I like that red hot team being the Philadelphia Eagles. Possibly. I mean. <laughs> they will be the sixth seed. They or are behind a, the I guess, time. I guess they'll yeah, be the division the winner. First. Yeah, let's <laughs> be the Dolphins first. Uh, let's talk about that game. Let's get into that. Eagles at Dolphins.
0: It's crazy the spread right now over at mybookie.ag promo code SGP is nine. (laughs) We don't have a deal (laughs) with them. I'll kick you guys down a couple dollars. the The spread right now is nine and a half, which is insane because the last two games the Eagles haven't even have barely scored nine and a half total (sighs) points. That's how bad this uh, Dolphins secondary is. Uh, for the Eagles, I think what they have going for them is they should be getting Lane Johnson back. They should be getting Alshon Jeffrey back. Uh, Jordan Howard. Brennan that, Brooks. That should be huge. Yeah. Uh, is,
3: he, is he feeling better? Is he
0: less <laughs> anxious better. these He's days? a little better. Hopefully he doesn't, uh, you know, yeah. I don't know. That feels <laughs> like something Sean, Sean,
3: Sean definitely, I feel like, does not believe anxiety. Dude, we've been be dealing with
0: lining. this with this well, specific player for years. I've made fun of him in the past. This is not <laughs> a new thing. I well he's been playing so good. I've been hesitant to make fun of him, but it's like, dude, you think you're dealing with anxiety playing the game? Try watching the game at home, okay? You don't think I you don't think I'm tossing and turning. I have a you know, my nervous stomach. You got to you got to get some dip, get some, you know, a little alcohol, smoke a little weed, find some vices,
3: eat through it, whatever you need to do to calm your anxiety. That Carson Wentz fathead is sweating bullets up
1: there. Well, guys, I'm happy to say that nothing lasts forever in this cold, fucking November rain. And December 1st on Sunday starts an Eagles run that's going to go down (laughs) in fucking history. We're going to win out. We're going to go 11, or what is it going to be, 10 and 6? Yeah. We have one hard game left. We can win one game. We have one hard game left. We will, I mean, most certainly we will be favored
0: probably in every game going out, which is kind of scary because it does seem like this team, I thought they were going to, Beat the Patriots and then lose to the Dolphins, but now I think, I think they. I mean, if they don't beat the Dolphins, this is just we can. Oh, it's rock bottom. Yeah, yeah. I'm voting for Elizabeth moment. Warren. Yeah, come in, bring your anti-football council. Oh yeah, and shut it all down. Go Look, Dolphins.
1: If, if we lose to the Dolphins, I'm getting that Prince Albert. I'm just going for. it. <laughs> oh, you're already in in
3: deep in Prince Albert territory right now.
1: You no, guys I'm had so to. Win, you guys
3: had to make the playoffs. That's right. To avoid the Albert.
1: That's right. There's a bet on the table, Sean. You can put the pieces together. I think you know where that's going. Um, You know, we've tried to make every excuse for Carson Wentz in the book. You know, he's he he loses his starting running back before the game. His tackle, his guard, his receivers aren't there. He's playing horribly right now. He's he's, got to shoulder the load at some point.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's you break down the film and it's like, well, this guy should have stopped here and like clearly there's a ton of mistakes being made all around Carson, but it doesn't excuse Carson Wentz's just shitty performance past couple of games. He looked good early on in the season, even when they weren't winning. I thought he had some good games then, but uh, yeah, he's just got to figure. You know, he's just got to kind of figure it out. There's no. He's getting paid like an elite level quarterback. He kind of needs to play like one. It's it's really as simple as that. I think this is a good get right game for them. They're not at home. I you know they won't be worried about being booed. There probably will be some diehard Eagles fans there, coked out of their mind because it's Miami. Uh, and maybe this is the get right game that they need. So I I I think they should win. But yeah, I mean the Look, spread be nine and a half fan- is huge.
1: Fandom. Is about blind faith and yes. rooting for the team regardless of how shitty they are or previous results. We are going to win out and fucking make the playoffs and make some noise. Get ready. <laughs> Your dick better <laughs> hope so. Get ready. This team I just needs great. to get hot. The same thing happened last year. Yeah. We were five and six, dead in the water. Yep. No one gave us a chance. Carson Wentz got knocked out for the season. No one gave us a chance. Get ready. And then Who stepped in? A Nick Foles, they're the you're same a hero. You know, I don't understand this uh, this whole thing about oh, the personality type. The guys just like Nick Foles. They're the same guy. <laughs> they really All they are. do is Bible study. Yeah, yeah. This, there's no difference. Well, Nick
0: Foles has bulletproof coffee, and <laughs> he got me into bulletproof coffee. Maybe that's the thing that Wentz is missing. So Wentz, have some bulletproof coffee.
3: Well, that and the fact that uh, Prince Albert on a Nick Foles might take a little while. <laughs> oh, boy, you're gonna need to get like a hammer and chisel
0: to work on that thing.
1: All right, Bucks, Jaguars. Who cares? Jameis Winston's very fun to watch. Nick Foles, we love you, buddy. It's not your fault that uh, that your team's giving up forty points a a, a game. Um, you know he doesn't play defense. He didn't have any turnovers. The Jags,
0: the Jags defense is just completely
1: to fall from grace. They were shooting the bed two years ago. They were in the AFC championship about to beat the Pats and now they're just with Blake Bortles. Now they're a shitty team. Like what? Well, and even those games where Jalen
0: Ramsey was sitting out, the defense was still pretty strong and kind of keeping them in games. Gardner Minshew was kind of doing enough to get them a victory. And now they've just completely lost their defense. It's crazy.
2: Garner Minshew. On a side note, uh, the Jags Instagram they had a uh, mustache tournament. Yeah, <laughs> and obviously Garner's gonna win, right? <laughs> but yeah. man, he beat some big names. <laughs> Fucking Raleigh fingers. Wow. The Lorax. Wow, Ron Burgundy <laughs> and owner of the team Shad Khan. I didn't. Wow, oh, that's an upset. That, that is, is a, a big time a upset. Is
0: that is a once in a lifetime? That's a bad guy mustache. Oh yeah. Even though he seems like a a good owner by all accounts, I was actually just in Pullman, uh, Washington. a uh, Close personal friend of Coach Mike Leach. Uh, <laughs> hashtag Go Cougs. invite us up to hang out with the program inspire the team. They beat Stanford. They won another game. They're now bowl eligible, but you could see literally everyone up there still had Minshew mania. I was in a bar actually called the Coug and uh, someone had tagged up. uh, I assume, you know, some college coed type she wrote, or maybe it's a guy that uh, she wanted, or he wanted uh, Minshew to be their daddy. (laughs) And so I think he's just kind of a stud. And um, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Uh, Jags fans are actually calling, they for uh, for Minshew, which because might make think he Foles has a little bit of mojo.
1: available this off season for a team that might need him. Bears looking at you. Yeah, we'll I think see. he would
0: be a great fit on the Bears, although yeah. I think that's secretly where Cam Newton may end up. Yeah, same. I've if, been uh, thinking about if that too. If the Panthers too. end up moving on. But Foles is a guy who needs an amazing offensive line to succeed, and the Jags don't have it. It's really
1: that simple.
3: But Foles is owed like $12 million or something next year that the Jags would have to pay.
0: Yeah,
1: they're kind of stuck with him a little bit. Yeah, know. but
3: I could see like a Trubisky for Foles
0: straight up. Oh, deal. yeah. Something crazy like that.
1: All right, next up, rematch. Browns at Steelers. Last time these two teams played, uh, a melee occurred at the end of the game. Uh, this Mason Rudolph is done. Shucky-ducky, quack-quack. The Duck is playing quarterback Hodge, this year. The Hodge is back. Uh, the Steelers are currently sixth seed in the playoffs. How the fuck has that happened? They were dead. They were 0-4 to start the season, something like that. And now here they are, 6-5. and five. They just won't go away. Proud franchises don't tank. Been saying that shit every week. Um also, the Browns this week, they got to break out all the touchdown celebrations. They got They've to put the on them for a while. We, we get to do that this week. Yeah.
0: Now oh, the, and that's another thing. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I love the Eagles, but we don't need to pose for photos when you're down 14 points. Yeah. It, <laughs> I mean, the defense, it's, it's, a, it's a crisis in the NFL celebrating when your team is sucking. It's like, guys, look at the scoreboard. You suck. Or when someone, like, the receiver drops a pass and then the – receiver and the DB does the big like incomplete sign or like shush the crowd Yeah, you're down 17 and you didn't make a play on the ball if you make a play I'm down for you to celebrate but also factor in the overall score and how embarrassing it is why would you pose for a photo when you're losing like we never want to forget this 14 point loss at home
3: also the team photos played out yeah we've seen every version of it it's not any different each of the times that some new team does it
0: but I think in their head, it's like, oh, if we don't do it, then I'm not a team player. And like, we need to do something to keep our mojo going. No, just, you know, get the offense back on the field and score a touchdown.
2: You know what I think? Time to take celebrations to the next level. Brandish a firearm. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. Get a little weaponry. <laughs> Maybe not a gun, but like a harpoon or yeah, a nerf. Something. Yeah, just just nerf shoot something up. Yeah.
1: Remember when the refs used to have a gun? On oh, them, and they yeah. would fire the gun at the end of the Starting quarter. Pistol, yeah, yeah. They yeah. really had them, but so now the
2: refs gun, take the
1: refs gun, <laughs> do that. Some refs might still be packing. You yeah. know,
2: you know. The only people allowed
3: to have guns in the field are the military, who are doing the uh, all the pregame America shit. Yeah, and if you think about it, everybody else in the stadium is completely disarmed, including the referee. Mm. The military could just take over any football game that they wanted to.
2: Actually, that's a great point. Uh, support the troops. Uh, yeah, I love the troops. <laughs> sorry, we love the troops.
1: <laughs> yeah, the Harvard Yale game. There was a there was a there was climate a, change activist storm the field. climate <laughs> change activists Stormed the field, delayed the game for an over an hour. Who says the military can't do this in the middle of an well, NFL game? Well, and
0: and uh, you know, cue the uh, conspiracy music. But I know a number of people that were on uh, Yale minus six, Ooh. and and also on the over in that game. So the game got delayed like forty five minutes. There are not lights at the stadium, so it was pretty dark, and they played the game the overtime anyway, which made it way easier to score and uh, definitely helped Yale cover the six points. Maybe some of those secret. I think what happened is the mafia hired these climate change activists. They knew it'd be an easy sell. Hey, it's your brother, Tony. We got to do something about carbon emissions. eh? (laughs) Hey, Right. Oh yeah. The, uh, the Arctic ice, it's melting. Hey, forget about it. This Trump, he's a, he's a fugazi. Let's go. And they riled up all these climate change people. They stormed the field. The mafia knew the game would be extended. The no lights thing. It's all real guys.
2: Uh, so the Steelers, uh, Browns, I forgot we were talking about that game. I don't know who the fuck's going to win. I get the Browns are going to win this game, right? I, I like
0: the I like the Steelers at home because they the Steelers show up when they're super motivated, and that Steelers defense is still
1: they're very good,
0: really good. I, and also the Browns like this Browns mojo of like, yeah, we got it all figured out. Hey, come on, guys! Like you've beaten some bad teams. Jarvis I,
2: Landry having a great. Having Jarvis a great Landry,
0: game. that was a great revenge game. Another DFS spot I liked. Uh, Same. That he that he played really well, but I I think I think there's a revenge factor for the Steelers, and I think Duck Hodges is much better than Mason Rudolph. Easily, I
1: don't understand how they went back to Mason after he got annihilated on the field the first time. Yeah, Duck was I, better in those other games. And
0: Miles Garrett not being there, I think, is huge because that'll give a guy like Duck Hodges who needs maybe a little extra time. Yeah. Uh, the ability to, to throw the ball downfield. James Washington quietly having a sneaky good little fantasy run here.
1: Better than Juju. Are we going to see any retaliation in this game? Any sort of little well, dig or any extra shoving? Any Maybe <laughs> a ball goes towards Mason when he's on the sideline? Well, that was my question, Danny. to Who do you have saying the N-word in this context? <laughs> could be anybody because the two biggest candidates are out you mean Uh, other than every play every (laughs) single game that's ever been played but that's (laughs) who else is gonna say
3: (laughs) there's not the hard r in the in those games and i feel like mason rudolph threw in the the spice on the r well let me Uh. let me
0: let me as much as i i've enjoyed the uh candidate the the performance of delvin duck hodges couple of potential warning signs as far as if we're, if we're handicapping, who's going to use that word on the field. He's from Kimberly, Alabama, and he is a world-class duck caller. Nope. He's been to, he's been to multiple doop, duck doop. calling championships and won. I think yeah. those two worlds possibly that, that, uh, that word may get used. But so. has he solid called plan. a duck the end anyway? word?
2: <laughs> These are solid points. These are good points. Overall. I mean,
0: you know, we'll see. Maybe it was I don't understand what the circumstances that would happen, but if he's a maniac, possibly.
2: Do we know who Mason Rudolph's dad is?
3: (laughs) He he wants us to know.
0: I feel
2: like that has something to do with this. Do you think think he went to Mike Tomlin and said, do you know who my dad is? (laughs) I think he might have.
1: Last early game, Packers at Giants. Uh, What did we have? Packers coming off a shit showing on Sunday night. Uh, really just kind of got exposed. Does anybody think that team's great anymore? Or is that just kind of an anomaly? And then we have the Giants, who should shut down Saquon Barkley. What are you doing playing this guy? Just get him out of there. Daniel Jones has failed, and that's fun. They have that Darius Slayton guy who's playing pretty well. But... I. The Daniel Jones experiment is failing, right? Why yeah. are they getting a pass here? They've won 2 games. It's
0: it's also I guess to uh, yeah. Remember the remember fucking Daniel Jones mania. Yeah, you want to talk about the prison of the now? Remember everyone's like, and then Daniel Jones came in and beat the Tampa Bay Bucks. Meanwhile, the Tampa Bay Bucks missed a thirty-six yard field goal. They yeah. They, they they totally blew that game, and it was like yeah, show the haters and like freezing cold takes of everyone who said he was gonna suck, and then he just proceeded to suck. He actually. It's one of those things where, like, I, I think he's also a prison of this horrible Pat Shermer offense. Yeah. Pat Shermer is who we thought he was. He's not a good coach. They have no offensive game plan. They, their offensive line is horrible. They don't have the skill players to get the ball down the field. Even if he was doing a good job at looking and throwing it down there, really, their defense is just in shambles. And now they lost. Uh, I think Jabril Peppers might be out for the year. So I, I think uh, I think Green Bay is just going to light them up. Uh, especially coming off a loss. Yeah, this is
1: a Aaron Rodgers fu game. He's he was thoroughly embarrassed, so I think he's going to throw for four or five touchdown passes in that game. Uh, not much more to say about that. Giants are terrible. Um, Packers They're really bad. Still have a, a a way to make the playoffs. That's a team that uh, still leads in their division. So, they yeah, I mean
0: they have they have a ton to play for. Um, yeah, I mean pride being one of it, and yeah, why. I, they're what, eight, they're tied with the Vikings, 8-3 yeah. for the NFC North? Like They're right in the mix there, and they've looked decent on the road. I, I think it's just a horrible – I mean, Aaron Rodgers is going to shred this Giants defense. That's, that's pretty simple.
1: Next up, Rams at Cardinals. Uh, I'd love to just stay on the Rams completely just falling apart on Monday Night Football at home in front of everybody. They're stuck with this team, too. They traded two first-round picks for uh, Jalen Ramsey. They're they're completely healthy for the most part. I mean, they, I think they had one O-lineman who was out. But it's the same team that was in the Super Bowl last year. I don't know what's changed. They, there's something. I, I mean, they haven't evolved Jared as Jared Goff, as
0: $110 million guaranteed. And I, I know Carson Wentz has had his struggles, but... Not man, like this. Jared Goff, like, what do you do um, with that guy? It's, it's tough, and it really, like, you know... <laughs> Again, prison of the now, where everyone was like Sean McVay's a genius. Meanwhile, he was just kind of like pointing out the coverage to Jared Goff. I've always thought Jared Goff sucks. I've been an early adopter, and and I held strong. It, things got a little shaky when Jared yeah. Goff got to the Super Bowl. People are like, "You still think he sucks?" I'm like, yes. "I still think he sucks." I'm gonna, I'm not gonna sell. I'm gonna hold on to it. And it's just the stock in Jared Goff sucks has just continued to rise.
1: Bring just-
3: back Jeff Fisher. <laughs>
1: Fun side story. Uh, my buddy was at a USC tailgate, uh, I think, two weekends. Maybe uh, not this last Saturday, but the Saturday before. Um, and told me before the game, it was like a night kick for SC. Before the game, Jared Goff there, drinking out, uh, mixing it up with the fans. After the game, late night, he's talking like one thirty. Jared Goff, shit-faced. This is a Sunday before he plays a game. So Sunday night, like late night, Saturday night, Jared Goff is still out. He's got a guy and a team making sure people aren't taking pictures. They're putting the videos down. But, uh, you know, my buddy Paul, he swears Jared Goff now out. Now,
0: why did you not text me this? This is great, <laughs> I know. So great inside gambling information. So
1: fun, yeah. Well, that's the, before they actually won the, uh, the fucking Bears game. So he was terrible. Jared Goff was terrible in the game, yes. but they still did win oh, okay. and cover.
2: Well, then that wouldn't have helped.
1: It would have hurt us. Yeah,
2: it would have looked damn! Bad. I was just thinking about that. Like, man, what a life! You want to get hammered, but then you can't have a party at your house because all of your friends have work tomorrow. <laughs> You're the only one who wants to get hammered. You gotta go out to the bar. You gotta go somewhere, yeah. You can't just you can't just party at your place. Yeah, it's too hot.
1: Uh, Cardinals, they're a fun team to watch. We've talked about them. Let's let's go to the next game: Chargers at Broncos. Why aren't the Broncos playing Drew Locke? I don't understand. They're talking about it. Why? What are you waiting for? You're going to get stuck into the, the the fan base clamoring for a new quarterback yet again in next year's draft. Because you just got a guy in the second round. See what you have. Here's why. Because he sucks. That's it. There's <laughs> they don't no want other to, reason. They don't
0: want to be exposed. And Brandon Allen has had some moments where he's looked pretty decent. Almost he's, beat Minnesota. He had some legit chem- chemistry. I think with uh Cortland Sutton who is like a, you know, a, he's going to be a fantasy beast next year. If they can do something at the quarterback position, Elway just keeps missing at yeah. figuring out who to, who to bring in a quarterback. You want to talk about getting lucky. They were lucky that Brock Osweiler turned them down years ago and signed with the Texans. I mean, if that was on his resume, it would be even, even worse. So yeah, I, I think it's weird. I mean, Brandon Allen, I don't think he's really quite the problem. Uh, He's not, he's again, he's much like the other Allen. He's not the solution. So you're right. Maybe you see what you got in the second round pick, but uh, they're in a weird spot and they just, they figure out how to lose games. And so do the chargers chargers comically cursed. I don't know if dignity health sports park is built on an Indian burial ground or whatever, but. They just cannot figure out how to win a game and they lose it in the most painful way possible. It's one thing to lose to the Chiefs by seven points, but another thing to just have Phillip Rivers driving down and then just another backbreaking interception.
2: I'm almost willing to give this game of the week potential for that. Yeah. Who is going to figure
3: out how to lose? They did this once this season too. They played each other and had a close game. I'm thinking of the right one, right? Because there's so many... Chargers and Broncos last-minute fuck-ups this yeah. season that I'm pretty sure one of them came against each other. I might be wrong about that, but there's just so many memorable, sad moments in the Chargers season specifically because I th- I knew the Broncos would be dog shit. They don't have a quarterback. But Phillip Rivers, what's happened to him? The the steep decline, Manning-esque, it's fun to watch. <laughs> and for they're the only team, the Chargers, every year that makes me have to think about the quality of the medical staff on an NFL team. Like what you, you think about your team and you're like, I mean, I, I don't know. I think I know the doctor's name cause I'm pretty into football and it seems like guys are getting injured at a normal rate. Let's find out who the fucking chargers doctor is. That guy should be disbarred or whatever you, you know, <laughs> kicked off the medical board. I but don't they know don't, what the, he's doing. The
0: chargers do, just don't put any money into their team or franchise. Dean Spanos, hilariously cheap. They should have been the team that moved to Vegas because they, they can't get 18,000 people at their stadium. Now then what are they going to do with the other 62,000 empty seats next year when they move into that LA
3: stadium, they're going to move to wherever there's a a fun international expansion
2: team idea. It's going to be the one that everybody
3: decides is okay. London, London, Mexico city, uh, you know France? Why not? <laughs> I Why would like not?
2: to see. I would like to see Jack in the Box keep that from happening. Jack mm-hmm. in the Box, buy into the Chargers now. Yeah, buy low. Have them play in the parking and,
0: lot. And 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 Jack in the Box is the perfect partner because they're fun. They're self-deprecating. They, yes. they Jack in the Box yeah. gets it. They get it. And and maybe be able to capture the LA fan base. The Chargers have lost thirty-one one-possession games since two thousand fifteen. Incredible. That's like seven a year. <laughs> How do you do that?
1: It's it's insane. And the meltdown of Phil Rivers, will it continue? Or did he go and get baptized in Mexico City somewhere and try and just wash away all the sins?
2: When are, when are all of these L's going to teach him that God is not the answer? <laughs> <laughs> just he, having- doesn't, he doesn't have it.
3: He was airmailing all of these passes. I mean, I was nervous because the Chiefs do have a propensity for you know, making games closer than they need to be against bad teams, and we were we were going to get into a situation where if they had scored that touchdown, they would have gone for two. I was afraid of that, but then as that as that ball went up, I was like, "Oh, it's it's Philip Rivers. He's it's well, going. The arc is too high, and he just can't stop himself."
0: And while we're hitting on, uh, you know. Quarterback performances in that game. Shout out to Patrick Mahomes, who just laid a very, very low fantasy number and wow. helped me defeat uh, one uh, Daniel Hardigan in our uh, fantasy league. So that really felt good. I thought I had no chance going into the game. I think I was up by eight points, and I had Austin Eckler, and somehow. Uh, yeah, you know, Patrick Mahomes figuring out how to win the game, cover the spread, and not beat me in fantasy. So congrats. still feel
1: good about the trade, and I think Patrick <laughs> Mahomes is going to lead me to a fantasy crown. Time will tell. Late round. Uh, speaking of Mahomes, next la- last early game, or excuse me, last uh, afternoon, last afternoon game, Raiders at Chiefs. Chiefs coming off their bye Raiders coming off semi, uh, you know, quasi bye They didn't really play a game. They benched all their fucking starters midway through the third quarter. So, uh, Danny, talk to us about the Chiefs. Look,
3: all the statistics on this game are in our favor. The, I mean, Andy Reid off a bye. The fact that we had a bye at the perfect time to get a bunch of injured players, including Tyreek Hill, the rest that they desperately need. The Raiders coming off a humiliating loss, proving to them that they suck. Derek Carr, in, mm-hmm. it, first off, in Arrowhead Stadium sucks. Arrowhead Stadium in the winter sucks even more on the road after traveling over whatever the fuck mile, over 500 miles or whatever it was. Back-to-back road games. Back-to-back road games, having to travel sucks. Derek Carr, in general, sucks. I think that we have an absolutely impermeable opportunity here to win this game. We will not... Be fucked with. That was a lot of vowels. I and I didn't really have. I d- had the word was wrong, and I tried to save it, and I didn't. <laughs> but we are going to win this game unless the weird mojo that's been around this team somehow resurfaces. We beat the Raiders. We we kicked the shit out of them in their own stadium on the fucking on on the on the, the dirt. baseball diamond. We did the dirt. When and it, we beat Mahomes through three touchdowns and a quarter. In quarter.
0: Touchdown four touchdown
3: in one quarter game where we just spanked him. and I live sat when, out the rest of the game
0: when the Raiders got up ten nothing. I live bet uh, the Chiefs to win outright, and it was it was a, one of the highlights of the NFL season gambling wise <laughs> for me. I do worry uh, that the spread is possibly too high here at ten points. Ten points. Uh, I do think Josh Jacobs will be able to run the ball a little bit here. And the Chiefs have quietly been not as good at home as yeah. they have been on the road three and two or no sorry two and three at home and five and one away from uh Kansas City get your numbers some out some of, of some of that is uh you know with your buddy uh the backup there uh, not more like one us name. a game
3: one yeah at so home
0: some of that some of that you can check off through there but you're right everything lining up for Kansas City to shred them. I think Oakland makes this a little closer than probably you would want, but uh, Chiefs prevail. It's, it's always going to be closer yeah, this than is I the want. Raiders Super yeah. Bowl right here. This is the
1: biggest game that they have. This is a the
0: game they were looking ahead yeah. uh, to against the Jets. And again, normally in the NFL, if you get destroyed, if you underperform the spread by more than twenty-one points, you're catching a lot of points the next week. Usually a good time to play the dog. But again, Andy Reid off the bye. I do think they'll be able to move the ball. I think. Uh, Kelsey will have a big game, I think. Is Tyreek Hill back, right?
3: Tyreek Hill will be back. They're very optimistic because his injury was minor and he was standing on the sideline. And he makes the offense go. And the one thing that I know about the Raiders is, even just from the first game that we played against them, is their secondary is dog shit and they're not fast. That's why we kept going over the top because they would play us man to man and then we would just burn them with guys who aren't even that good, like Demarcus Robinson. We don't have a running game, which is a problem. And Mahomes isn't, you know, godlike as as he was last year, but he's still the best quarterback in football. I'm just gonna say that. I'm gonna say it solidly.
0: <laughs> well, when you were talking about Tyree Hill and you said injury and in minor, I thought you were gonna go somewhere else. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's, it sucks when you know bad things happen to good people like Tyree Hill. Oh uh, man, you're you know, come on, we gotta have a little
3: fun. This is sorry, I love football, right? That's true, and we are, and we do try to give equal time to the child abusers as we do to the weird god people. All of them are people we shit on on this show.
2: Let me ask you this, and I also have the Chiefs winning probably by ten.
0: Yeah, right.
3: That's right where the lines at. It seems decent uh, spread wise.
0: But we,
2: but
3: stress is important. I need to be stressed out so they're gonna. They're yeah, gonna yeah, it'll be tough.
2: I just remembered that I have a, a Raiders jersey that I haven't worn in a while. Ooh, I love it. Hypothetically, Chiefs blow this game. I show up to work Monday in my Raiders jersey. <laughs> Danny, do you want me dead <laughs> or just re- like removed from the building?
0: Now, now would would the Raiders be in sole control of the AFC West? Would they have the tiebreaker over the Chiefs there?
3: Well, we would be we would have split the series and it would go to conference games, which I believe we have mm. a two-game advantage. Okay. In.
0: Okay. Cuz you got to be sweating here a little bit. You didn't think this late in the NFL season, you'd have to be worrying about the Raiders sniffing your sniffing right up against you. I mean, if they should have beat the Jets, I mean they're certainly a better team. Yeah, uh, that was just a great no show by them.
2: Why'd you pull away from saying sniffing your butt? <laughs> yeah.
0: I was trying. I was, wanted to
2: say butt. Say butt. I
0: was. I was leading into butt, and then I was. I was concerned not to say butt on a podcast. I was concerned. <laughs> I was messing up the analogy. I got in my own head.
3: So. Yeah, fair I mean, if we. <laughs> Are going to we're in a bit of a midseason swoon due to the fact that I don't know. I think there was just a lot of feeling, especially amongst the uh you know the the Chiefs fans that I listen to, that we were just going to smoke everybody and be as good as we were last year on offense, and then the defense Slightly is going to be improved, which it has been, but the offense hasn't been as good as last year. For whatever reason, it's just tough to reproduce that historic run you guys were on last year,
0: and you throw in injuries. And, I mean, the offense is still very good. The defense may be marginally better, but it hasn't worked out the difference between the two.
1: So that leads us <laughs> to the night game, which is Patriots at Texans. Um, Patriots are 10-1 and 1, or 11-1, whatever. They're one of the only one-loss teams aside from San Francisco. Texans – I don't know they they don't really have a home field advantage right Does any, I don't think anybody's scared to play in Houston uh I don't know there's other Sunday games that are better that should be the night game
2: Texans pass rush indoors though I think they could get to Tom I think mm. the, I think the Patriots off- yeah yeah the Patriots offense is gonna have
1: a bad game they have been the last few games
0: well yeah, it, it, it's gonna be a close game yeah it'll it'll probably be close and Deshaun Watson he doesn't do – he's he's quietly, like, had some real struggles where he holds on to the ball too long, takes a bunch of sacks he probably doesn't need to take. And I think this New England Patriots defense is really going to give them struggles. Yeah. I mean, honestly, this is probably, like, a game where you would look to take the under because I don't see – I think New England and Houston will both have trouble scoring.
3: The Texans, too, they're not that good. I mean, I, and I feel the same way about the Chiefs right now, at least – are on par with the Texans in terms of underachieving. But my feeling is more the Texans have the lower ceiling in that comparison. And I don't think that they could ever get any form of their offense to come together to beat a Patriots team. I just don't think they'll ever be able to do. Well,
0: it. and the Texans, they were weird because they had no general manager. And then, you know, right. Bill it's O'Brien is just like drunkenly trading for all these guys. You can't have that much crazy turnover and hope they all gel perfectly. The team's just kind of missing any sort of like cohesion.
3: These teams with the mega trades and really fucking themselves like the Rams and the and the Texans for a long time, like leveraged up to the gills. It makes me feel good about the fact that we didn't do anything in a year where we probably aren't going to win the Super Bowl. Uh, and now at least we have some cap space. We have some picks. Like. When you don't fuck something huge like that up, it's actually its own type of victory. Yeah. (laughs) It's tough to celebrate, but. I'm
0: surprised you just compared
1: the Chiefs to the Texans, Danny, to be honest. (laughs) I think they're in two completely different directions. Right now. One team has Andy Reid as the coach, a a person who's been to the playoffs for 20 straight years, understands how to win, and who's lost a little weight in December and January. It's looking good. Has the best quarterback he's ever had and the best offense he's ever had. I I am. If that Chiefs team gets right, I mean, I'd hate to see Danny happy, but I do fear them in the postseason. That offense might click at the right time. We're saying you don't want to gel too early or hit all your high points in the season too early. Yeah, sure, the Ravens are killing it right now, but what's going to happen in January, that's when you want to be playing the best. Yeah, and they they
3: really laid an egg last year. I know it's a different team for the Ravens, but that whole Chargers strategy of seven DBs on the field at all time to cover – uh, uh, Lamar, yeah, I, really, on the I mean, field. Yeah. why not just do that again? Like, what changed? Yeah, they're they running just, I think deep a threats. Well, and, and yeah. they're running—they're running three tight ends, and they're a more
0: right. physical uh, team. So, I think if you—if you put out seven DBs, I, I think they would just. I think Lamar is a much better runner even than he was last year. Like this team is better, but I, I see what you're going with. If you're talking yourself into Ravens collapse,
3: is there any defense that? good enough besides the, the Pats to take down the Ravens.
0: Well, uh, that's the thing. It's interesting. And that's why it's been so frustrating with this Eagles team is their defense has been playing really well lately, the past uh, few weeks and even health. I mean, they, they, yeah, they're finally healthy. They shut down the Seahawks uh, more or less. And just the offense has just been such a complete disaster. I know they're not in the AFC, but uh, I, yeah, I really think it, the AFC, you're talking about the Patriots, just because they're the only ones who can match up with them. But you even saw how that went when it in Baltimore.
1: Okay, let's uh, do the Monday night game: Vikings at Seahawks. Uh, this is a good game. Uh, Seahawks, what coming off that Eagles win and the Niners uh, double over or the overtime victory? Um, Seahawks are just probably one of the best teams in the league, even though they're in second place in their own division. Uh, I mean, Russell Wilson's terrifying the Vikings on the road in prime time. Kirk cousins, this seems like a Seahawks spot, but it's, it's interesting. So hard to say
0: Seahawks. They're, they're kind of like the chiefs. They're three and two at home, six and oh on the road. They're nine and two, but only 29 points, uh, plus 29 points point differential. Like they just keep oh, winning yeah. just close these games. really close games. Kirk cousins finally won a, uh, primetime game last week or a couple weeks ago against oh, the Cowboys. Perfect. I have a theory that Kirk Cousins is the Richard jewel of quarterbacks.
2: (laughs) Whoa. Now
0: hear me out. Right. He comes into town at first. Everyone thinks that he's a hero. Then the perception changes on him and they're like, wait, no, he's really the reason we're losing. Then it turns again and it's like, wait, we should exonerate him. He beat the Cowboys in prime time. He's really not that bad. I think it's a little too late. It was too late for Richard Jewell. I think it's too late for Kirk cousins. I think he, uh, I think the Seahawks roll here.
2: It's interesting. I'm in a weird fantasy bind. I don't think I'm going to make the playoffs because, of fucking Biden's bad boys. <laughs> yeah, that was a I'm a game back and if I win, it's like a log jam between six and eight. But I think all points. Them, yeah. I need to score like two hundred points.
0: Yeah, my week. the Biden's bad boys not putting up points, just we're much like the Seahawks. Not a yeah. large margin of victory. We're just getting the wins and losses when it matters. Somebody
2: just give me a reason to believe Kirk Cousins and Stephon Diggs will have a good game.
1: <laughs> Let's do the mailbag. You have got mail. Uh, we're, we're sitting here. shit stacking up. We're, it's overwhelming. Thanks for sending it in. Um, we're going to get to as much of it as we can. Uh, Jamal, do you have a piece of mail you want to go with?
2: Uh, yeah, I got a short one. Uh, this one is from uh, Charlene uh, at the Allure Hair Academy <laughs> in uh, Ashburn, Virginia. She uh, says, hey, uh, hello, guys. Uh, just wanted to reach out to someone. Uh, I feel sort of responsible for the uh, events at the end of the Redskins <laughs> game. Uh, Dwayne, knowing it was one of the last home games of the year, last chance at a win, he wanted to do something different and exciting with the hair. We decided on ombre accents <laughs> to the <laughs> twists. He loved it, possibly a little too much. He was very excited to show off the look, and I personally apologize and am available for bookings all the way through Christmas.
1: Thanks for writing in, Charlene. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, keep listening to the show. Tell your friends. Um, I got one right here. This thing written out in, like, red marinara sauce or something. It says, I've had 40 quarterbacks in the last 30 months. Brendan Allen knows nothing about Denver. I think currently that Joe Flacco should be in jail. Drew Locke makes me sick to my stomach. They have no Broncos experience. They've never been in the Bronco category. I would just say, stay tuned. The day of reckoning will come. Signed, Papa John Elway. (laughs) John Elway still can't find what he's looking for. Good luck, John. Thanks for writing in.
3: All right, let me just pull one out. You know I like to go to the bottom here. Let me just uh, leave through here. Oh, all right, this one's good. This one's good. Hey, guys, love the show. I thought I could offer some advice to my bro, Mason Rudolph, who's in a bit of a pickle this week. I like to think of these things in football terms. And what Mace needs is a little pocket awareness. Any scandal is like a free rusher coming off the edge. And any good QB knows that when that happens, you have to step up and stand tall. Don't admit to anything. Let the rusher think he's got you. Then just shake him off and toss a throw to the end zone. If it's a TD, the Pittsburgh fans will cheer because let's face it, they're garbage. That's how I've managed to be the face of this franchise for 15 years. Good luck, Mason. If you need anything, I'm staying on Epstein's Island. <laughs> Signed, Ben Roethlisberger.
0: Oh, nice! Wow, <laughs> admission of guilt. Prayer for Ben Roethlisberger.
3: He's saying, "Don't admit. Don't admit anything."
1: Did you see that little um, the crossword puzzle, or is it a little hangman thing where you have to guess the letter? Oh, and yeah. It's the Steelers' quarterbacks. Uh, by the way, oh, the Scrabble. Excuse fans me.
3: of this show can do well to go to my Instagram. Look through all of the old posts. It's it's down there because this was a while ago. I did the exact same fucking thing like a year ago. Uh, I'm not saying they stole it, but I had the idea first. Yet another example of how I'm right. Wow. wow. Wait. So you knew, you, you knew, knew, knew Mason Rudolph, Rudolph was a racist, was racist
0: before he even. Got I did. Out it, of the I field? did it with Donald Trump, but it's oh, the yeah. same joke with yeah. the
3: hangman. Oh,
0: okay. I actually got a letter, which is. Uh, which is weird that a uh, guest would get a letter. Uh, but I got one. And if I, I am going to read it here. This is a letter from uh, Rob G from Foxborough, mass. I like your show. Your show is funny and good. Very good. I like you guys. I like to talk about football. I just started a new job where I talk about football. I notice everyone that talks about football has a Microsoft Surface tablet. Do I need a Microsoft <laughs> Surface tablet? Do you know anyone that has a Microsoft Surface tablet that isn't in the uh, NFL? No, this isn't an ad for the Microsoft Surface tablet. Love, Rob. So, good yeah. to hear from Rob.
2: Hey, Rob. We appreciate you, Keep whoever you touch are. Stands. I saw that
3: coming just from the the writing, just from the way it was written, the the speech pattern. I was yeah. like, that's Rob Gronkowski. Big
1: letters, some backwards R's. Yeah. It's okay. Okay, let's uh, let's do final thoughts. Um, I got a couple here. I'm, I'm thankful for uh, Chapman football, Division yeah. three, triple overtime win, sixty eight to 65, oh, wow. First playoff game in, in school history. Uh, they, we pulled that off. I'm saying we. I was on the team ten years ago, and uh, <laughs> there's another game Saturday. If anybody wants to go check out some people who are playing for the love of the game, shit was fun. I got to say the the crowd was on fire, and it was a hel- it was a really fun game. And we made Sports Center. I think I sent that oh, to really? some of you guys. That's, that's great. We made the Sports Center top ten on one of the uh, trick plays in the second overtime to go uh, to tie the game up.
3: This is real catnip for our listeners who are mostly oh, yeah. ex-Chapman <laughs> football players. That's right. And That's
1: friends right. of Dan Hartigan. Uh, yeah, and I'm thank- thankful for my own fantasy genius by getting Danny a-, a loss and by trading Russell Wilson for Patrick Mahomes. Russell Wilson also contributed to that loss this week. Week
3: one of the playoffs, Mahomes against New England. I don't know.
1: Can't wait. Can't wait! Jamal, you have any final thoughts?
2: Uh, Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for listening. Um, Talk to your family. (laughs) That's what I have for you. Don't worry about what the Cowboys are doing, okay? Just talk to your family. Connect with them on a real level because football is terrible, and I hate it, and I hate you.
1: But I also love
2: you. Thank you.
1: Powerful, powerful stuff. Uh, Danny, any final thoughts?
3: Uh, I just want to say I got this new weed. Mm. It's called Quest. Mm. I got it at the CCA, the California Caregivers Alliance. It is the perfect Thanksgiving weed. Mm. It's it's motivating enough to get you through the early stages of the prep and cooking process. And then while things are all heating up, getting right, it sort of settles in to a nice, like, couch-bound like beautiful blissful state and then right after that you get hungry it's the perfect thanksgiving weed seek it out wherever weed is sold
1: (laughs) (laughs) sean green thank you so much for joining us today thanks for having me on people go listen to sports gambling podcasts. subscribe tell your friends do you have any final thoughts this week
0: well, I just, uh, I'm just i thankful I was booked on the podcast. Uh, granted, Allie was booked ahead of me. Uh, on, we didn't know if you wanted to be in the building, honestly. So
2: we was doing this shit at 8 a.m. Yeah. Weekdays. No, I know.
0: I, I wouldn't have uh, come in at 8 a.m. But uh, thanks for having me on. And uh, over on my podcast, we're running a contest completely free to enter. You pick the three teams that you think are going to win on Thanksgiving and pick the highest uh, scoring team. Uh, winner gets a uh, hundred dollars. So contest at sportsgamingpodcast.com If you want to have fun on Thanksgiving, we can cut that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mention the, I didn't mention any sort of sponsor. It's just good fun. It's I'm in. thankful for podcast listeners and people who crave content like this. podcast. We love the SGP here.
1: We love the SGP. Enjoy football on Thanksgiving. And uh, we're sorry that you have to work that into your family stuff.
3: Sorry. So Sorry. Sorry i